I could eat a page for hours. Please. Kiss me. Greetings and salutations. This is Cage's Kiss, the ultimate cage cast where we discuss each of the National Treasure's cinematic masterpieces and his light. We also try and glean whatever kernels of wisdom we can from his character that week. I, this week, am Donnie. Uh, I'm Adrian, but you can call me Detective Mac Taylor or Jimmy Shaker. I'm Linda. <laughs> well, you that's a friendly how do you do. <laughs> Linda, are you my lucky number? <laughs> your lucky number. <laughs> <laughs> well, this well, week we're watching Snake Eyes. Because fuck it, why not? Nick Cage doing his best Bill Paxton impersonation from Predator 2. My, how he's grown up. <laughs> this goes on the kid, baby! Go Tyler! Go Tyler! I noticed this movie has no snacks. There's <laughs> uh, no yeah. snacks? Not even one? Not even one. Well, maybe that's because the house wins. Maybe that's because it's Jimmy Shaker Day. You ever think about that? Hey, they did say the name of the movie in the movie. Yeah, they say it two times. Yeah. yeah twice. Like, you got snake eyes. The house wins. Lieutenant <laughs> <laughs> Dan, what do you mean? <laughs> so I'm doing Gary Sinise voice because Gary Sinise starts in this week's movie as Lieutenant Kevin Dunn. Yeah, and uh, which caused some confusion on set because actor yeah. Kevin Dunn is also in this movie. Yeah, what? The fuck, <laughs> spelled a little differently. Uh, it was, you know, it's one of those happy accidents. Uh, what the result was is that actor Kevin Dunn wound up with uh, Gary Sinise's suite briefly during shooting, yeah. <laughs> and then they had to drag him out, kicking and screaming. <laughs> oh, I want this carrier. I want this crystal. It's mine. Right, I tell you. Do you know who I am? <laughs> no, he's down at the Motel 6. Shut the fuck up, Kevin Dunn. <laughs> uh, yeah, so this is the uh, 1998 classic, uh, classic. Directed and co-written fucking by Brian, Brian De Palma. We, we, now, we've been, we've been, no, this is really fucking momentous, though, because we've been talking a lot about Brian De Palma off and on. Yeah. And, yeah. Our, and our Brian De Palma experiences. And how Brian De Palma is condemnable at other times, and but the rest of the time we're sort of Brian De Palma apologists, depalmagists, mm-hmm, if you will. <laughs> hey! I mean, you know, like, like you know, to his credit, you know, motherfucker did carry, you know, he did the Fury, did Scarface, Dressed to Kill, yeah. the 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 first Mission Impossible, the Untouchables. I mean, Donnie. motherfucker did a lot of work. You know. Yes. I'm waiting for you to chime in with your favorite. Oh, please tell them. Yeah, yeah, Phantom of the Paradise. Yeah, Yeah, damn right. (laughs) And sisters and obsession, you know. Your mom. Your mom. Paul motherfucking No, fuck you, though, for serious, though. The motherfucker did Blowout. Which was actually the movie that Scar was that uh, Snake Eyes was most uh, negatively uh, compared with. They're like they're like, ah, oh, it's no yeah. blowout because blowout was fucking badass. Yeah, and it's also no fucking Rashomon, which is there they got all this goddamn yeah, storytelling yeah, from. Yeah, it's a, but yeah, everyone's although, done the same too. You know, so. yeah, and De Palma mentioned uh, the Rashomon connection, but you know what I'm noticing now? There's a movie that most people will not remember because it was a giant turd. 
Um, I think it was around 2005. If you went to the theater and you watched the 20, they tell you about this exciting new movie coming up with uh, Dennis Quaid and Sigourney Weaver, Vantage Point with Forrest Whitaker. Oh. Remember Vantage Point? Oh. It's got all these different points of view, i.e. they show you the same incident again and again and again from a, from another C-list star's uh, point of view. Speaking of another C-list star's point of view, didn't Robert Redford also make a movie similar to this? Oh, God, probably. That fucker. Yeah. <laughs> He's always licking his own ass, so I wouldn't be surprised. Speaking of uh, actor-directors and licking their own ass... Come for us, Robert Redford. (laughs) (laughs) I mentioned Gary Sinise earlier. Little known fact is that Gary Sinise was actually a director before he was an actor. I didn't know that. Yeah, because uh, you know how he did that Of Mice and Men with John Malkovich? Which he directed and started? So that was his first movie, basically, I forgot that he directed that. Because because before that, he directed a movie with Dickie Gere called Miles from Home. Ew. Which is not good. I think that's one that like came on television and YouTube a couple of times, and like my brain turned off almost immediately, and I'm like, must watch something else. <laughs> Sorry, Gary Sinise. <laughs> this show ain't no good. <laughs> like we we all <laughs> we all recall either... he was Lieutenant Dan. Um, Do either of you want to summarize the movie? Don't see it. Don't watch it. <laughs> Don't notice it. Now, 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 it's gonna, about I'm gonna, shit. I'm going to say about, about Snake Eyes is when I when this first came out on video, I was like, eh, this is not that great. This is no Mission Impossible. Yeah. You know? um, but no, revisiting it now, and especially after a lot of the movies that we've watched over our 30 episodes on this podcast. Oh, yeah. Um, this movie has improved immeasurably. Like, really? Like, <laughs> at, at, yeah, yeah, no, after mm-hmm. after uh, shit like uh, Zandali and Never on Tuesday yeah. and City okay. of Angels, fuck yeah. it. Yeah, you uh, can't really argue with that. is fine. You know, like, look. No. It's, and Cotton Club. The, yeah, and the Cotton Club. <laughs> yeah, like, like, well, uh, at the time I originally watched this, like, I saw this with my parents, you know, back in the days of video stores and VHS. And, um, like, our, our main complaint at that time was that you get the reveal a little too early. Yes, yes. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, and maybe and maybe you do. Uh, De Palma's defense of that was is that this isn't a whodunit. This isn't, you know, it, this isn't so much a mystery as it is about the relationship between Gary Sinise's character and Nicolas Cage's character, you know. Yeah, I can see and, that. And you can kind of argue mm-hmm. that. And, and, and on watching it again, uh, as much as I hate David Co-op, it's like, you know, it's there. You know, there's 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 some writing present. Um, David Co-op being the other know, writer. You, you, well, well, he's, well. Uh, De Palma, it's a story credit. Co-op did the actual screenplay. Uh, Co-op, by the way, uh, is is uh, is a very bad man. <laughs> uh, so uh, you you may remember him from doing stuff like uh, writing Jurassic Park, um, and you know then then did stuff like uh, Secret Window and uh, fucking. Uh, pretty sure he wrote Crystal Skulls too. Um my god. Oh. Yeah, so uh his place in hell is reserved. Um <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so the, uh, breaking down the movie though. Um uh so Snake Eyes is is uh, is is set in in uh, it's all set on the New Jersey Atlantic City boardwalk, right? Uh and it's in this arena that's that's scheduled to be torn down. There's a hurricane coming, only they're supposed to call it a tropical storm. And uh, Nicholas Cage is this uh, corrupt local detective uh, who uh, likes to gamble on sporting events and uh, and beat up Louis Guzman. And, Practicing uh, for bad lieutenant too. Right. <laughs> 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 God damn it! Um, and uh, and Gary Sinise is is uh, his buddy in the Navy uh, who's doing security for the Secretary of Defense. 
and 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 uh, they they've just approved this uh, new weapon system for for naval ships. And uh, over the course of the boxing match, there's a knockout, and uh, then a couple of bullets go into the uh, Secretary of Defense, uh, just as the lady in a blonde wig is walking up to him to try to hand him a manila envelope. And then uh, Cage has the arena locked down and uh, has a pissing contest with some state police and uh, gets control of the investigation. And what an odd guest to have at a boxing event. (laughs) Yeah, uh, you, you know, like you know how it is, you know, like you're watching, uh, you know, some WWE, you know, and then, you know, all of a sudden, you know, the freaking, you know, this, the president just shows up. It's like, oh, yeah, we're taking some some of this uh, high quality entertainment. Yeah, like, here's the secretary of defense. Let's get a round of applause. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> secretary of defense award. Yeah. Boxing. <laughs> no suspending. <laughs> Well, and shortly before he takes his seat, Cage uh, meets the uh, ring girl for uh, round seven. And she's a Joyce girl, um, you know, yeah. And I I thought she looked familiar. Turns out she is his his baby mama, uh, mother of Weston Cage. Jesus Christ. It's uh, Christina Fulton. Yep. Damn. That's her. Okay. I I didn't know that was anybody. Good on you. It's your lucky number. (laughs) Your lucky number. Oh oh my. You know, I. Yeah. uh, Okay. You're right. That that particular part did not improve on on some feeling. No. (laughs) So I remember uh, watching this with my cousin in the theater, too, when it came out, and he was all about this movie. But, I mean, watching it. And then he went into the lobby and got laid. uh, (laughs) He went hopefully in that story. Yeah, it's that cousin. The, I look like Nick Cage. Fuck me. Who wants so to did, fuck did, this? Did he go in to uh, get the Don Ho outfit with the leather jacket and the Hawaiian shirt? <laughs> you know, I gotta ask. I know maybe we'll get into this. Did he put that together himself? Because that feels I'm, like something he would have done. I, you know, uh, I was actually curious uh, about how, what what uh, what modicum of, of control Cage was able to have with this since De Palma is such yeah. an exacting director, you know. Because the yeah, Palma, I mean, if, if you've never seen one of his movies, every one of his movies has this sort of Rube Goldberg thing in it, you know, where like, yeah. like the, the camera moves mm. just so, everything's timed just so. Because the Palma yeah. does nothing, he leaves nothing to chance. Everything's pre-planned. Well, I mean, that's something I'll give this movie. I I had the opposite effect of you. I didn't think it aged that well. But the thing that I still loved about this was the cinematography. That was really well done, especially oh, yeah, when you get toward the end man. of the film. It's like the whole well, scene going sidelong along the tunnel there. That was yeah, really cool. But, that was good. And there's yeah. a 13-minute tracking shot at the beginning. And it yeah, and it's a fake yeah. like in like in uh like in uh, uh fucking um like in Hitchcock's rope it's a fake. Rope because of, Yeah, that's yeah. exactly what I was thinking. Cuz they're was dealing rope. with film and the same the same problem with rope happened on this is that when you're shooting on actual celluloid, a reel is only 10 minutes long. Yeah, you know, give or take. Uh, and I have a love-hate relationship with Brian De Palma, but um like part of my reason for the body hate double. is like <laughs> be, that's one of them. Oh yeah. But also because like he has a tendency of ripping off Hitchcock like a lot and then but then it, calling it, it nomage. No, it's 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 fine. Look, look, he's he's better than M Night Shyamalan. Oh, by far. That's true. But, yeah. like, even in this, he's got, like, uh, the, um, I mean, he's got, like, the Bernard Herrmann sounding composer. Um, although, you know, props, like, way props for, for that guy. It's um, uh, Ryu, uh, excuse me, Ryuichi Sakamoto. Yeah, it's the guy who did and... the score to the Sheltering Sky. Yeah, he worked yeah. for the Bertolucci. 
And, and see, I thought that like the that his music was fucking amazing. Oh yeah, no, it's a really good score. But, yeah. But then you get to that closing fucking credit song. Okay, what's the with okay, Meredith yeah, no, Brooks? Okay. Oh, okay, that that's okay. Yeah, when what after after they after they part on the boardwalk, they really should have faded to black. <laughs> yeah, because those no, I don't know. I I agree, but we also would have missed out on those extras bullshitting. It's like you just get off lunch, and then you have a guy point to his watch, and then another guy point to his watch, and they both go, "Well, I guess it's that time." Yeah, Another guy no, standing around, not knowing what the fuck to do. It is, it is, it is a lot of De Palma, De Palma ing right there, where they run it yeah. over over those guys. Uh, they're they're erecting the new front for the casino because there's there's this whole mm-hmm. back plot. There's there's the there's the Powell character who owns the weapons company and owns the casino that's taking over the yeah, arena. Yeah. And so you get him putting up this column, and then and then you get you get it zooming in on the like the the, the shitty uh, you know costume store gem mounted in the column, and there's a fucking yeah. lens flare on it. It's like God damn you! <laughs> and this that's the announcement. De Palma's like the two thousands are coming. You might have th- thought I was sporadically decent before this, but forever after I will never be again. <laughs> well, and I didn't I didn't get that like the the costume joy ring because like i know that the redhead was wearing it earlier but like what's the point well, of it showing the up body. In I, I think it's just pillars? a tacky casino oh. I, I, I think it's tacky as well look well, look you, there's the part where where cage is going through the halls of the hotel and so is gary sinise and they're trying to trying to uh track down uh julia uh was it, oh wait, wait Car- carla uh cugino uh, who was the lady yeah. in the blonde wig who was there when when the when the uh, secretary of defense got shot and like the 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 casino now i believe it to be realistic but it's gaudy as fuck like everything has gold painted like purple on it and like fake gems right you know and there's and there's the the drew carey looking guy who takes her back to his bedroom yeah. <laughs> and they got the no, they got I the, pillows the thing in the, the pillar was the that's where they shoot. put the body yeah Oh yeah, yeah. Put it right yeah. there. Yeah, because that's maybe how it came like, off when I oh, first saw it. But. Holy fuck! Maybe you, it's why like didn't I saying that. That's that, like, right. The... He had to dispose of the body somewhere, and it's a fucking construction site. Well, yeah, and you saw the guy Jesus lowering Christ. one of the bodies yeah. into the. You know, uh, oh god, so, yeah. I feel stupid. No, you're right. That was like that's like the whole thing at the end of Sisters, where Charles Durning is still investigating, even though everything's <laughs> over. Remember that? And, yeah. he, and he tracks oh, the god. couch, the couch and with the dead body hidden in it. Wasn't she wearing that jumpsuit later? Like she took off the wig and the the jewelry, and she was wearing like a jumpsuit. Maybe she had that underneath. You know, maybe she's like James Bond. You know, like delayering and then layering it up. I don't know. Unless he threw the costume in the white outfit, and then she put on a jacket she stole from one of the tables. Well, that was that was. Oh uh, no, that's the Oh oh, yeah, 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 yeah. they had the jumpsuits on. The the redhead, by the way, was uh, Jane Heitmeyer, um, who has not got a lot of like mainstream work. she was in Sci Fighters with Billy Drago, to her credit, um, and uh, hey. she was on the. She was also on the TV show Earth: The Final Conflict, and uh, the TV show Nightman from Malibu Comics. Nightman. <laughs> Most of you will not remember what either of those things are. Oh boy! But uh, things that well. you should remember uh, is that we got Louis Guzman. Uh, from the Limey and Guilty of Sin and Magnolia. Yes. Um, in the security booth, we get Mike Starr, who got beaten up by Steven Seagal in On Deadly Ground, and said, <laughs> uh, you know, what is the essence of a man? Uh, <laughs> and uh, he was who, he was also an Uncle Buck and Ed Wood and Bad Santa too. Right. Yeah. And uh, our villain is uh, Gilbert Powell, played by John Hurd, who you'll probably remember as uh, Kevin's dad in Home Alone. 
Um, mm-hmm. He also had a really great role in the early 80s as an amputee Vietnam vet in Cutter's Way. Um, and he was also in White Chicks, but most importantly, he fucking starred in Chud. <laughs> yes. That was him yes, with, with, with Daniel Stern and Chud, which is the greatest which movie helped of all inform time. My, uh, which helped inform my choices for Face Off. <laughs> right. But... Everything comes back to Chud. <laughs> this uh, movie, we should say, it was also supposed to end with a tidal wave. They actually destroying... shot it, apparently, uh, according to IMDb. Like, they, they did shoot, they, there was a special effects laden sequence of a tidal wave destroying the casino. Huh. Well, and apparently in the documentary, uh, De Palma, De Palma said, quote, My concept was when you're dealing with such corruption, you need God to come down and blow it all away. It's the only way. It's the (laughs) only thing that works. That was the whole idea of the wave and nobody thought it worked. So we came up with something else, which I never particularly thought worked as well as the original idea. I have to agree. Like, I think that that that, that, I guess that explains it. You know, I don't know. I mean, the tidal wave. you risk comparison to the horrible shit fest ending that was the edited version of uh, James Cameron's The Abyss, doing the same thing <laughs> of aliens are going to kill us all with a wave unless we stop the violence. But I mean, I still kind of oh, like God the damn. ending where it's like, even after he does a good thing, it's like, no, you're still a oh, fucked up dude. Well, yeah, you're no, still the, the, going the, uh, away. The ending ending was there either way, actually. Uh, it, you remember the yeah. part where he refers to almost drowning? Yeah. Oh, yeah. you're right. You're right. Yeah. yeah. So, th- so they, so they must have done a done a screening or something like that. Studio's like, no, thank you. And then they took it out. No. Well, that's thing. exactly what happened. Like the the they didn't it didn't go so well with the screening, but the company Fuck that did screenings. the uh, the tidal wave are actually uh, I think it's AGI. They're the same ones who did the one for the abyss. Oh, sweet Jesus. Yeah. Small world. Yeah, I, I couldn't find a clip of that anywhere. I don't know if that footage is preserved. Uh, no, I was able to find some pictures, which uh, <laughs> I can include in our social media. But, it belongs uh, on our social, social media. Find... Reference our social media. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, speaking of disasters, woman, uh, I a wanted woman? your opinion. Adrian? You're a woman with a Y. Which <laughs> yes, actually both of you. Yeah. So... <laughs> let's let's fast forward to the end because fuck the rest of the movie oh, and mm. he's going to be going off to prison yeah. and she decides hey i'm going to ask him the same cute things he asked yes. me it's like do you have a wife he's like oh she ran off on me oh do you have yeah, a girlfriend, girlfriend. Like, oh, she yeah, ran she off on me too, too. if we you're saying this other. to the person who saved your life and you find mm-hmm. out, oh shit, they actually had a wife and a girlfriend. Are you really going to mm-hmm. want to wait a year to bang them? Or are you just going to say, you know what? Let's do coffee and cake. He's shitty, but I can change him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if well, only he could be tamed. I'm glad you asked. Right person off right away. You know. Yes. Yes, I'm glad you asked about that because like I actually had that in my notes like why the fuck did they get romantically involved at the end like why does she kiss yeah. him like, uh, they, be- they barely fucking this, know each other this is from Paramount Pictures which is a major Hollywood studio and focus groups demand yeah. it's, it's very rare to get a bang. movie where a romance is not imposed in some way well that's why I still even when I saw this my cousin hated it because I kept laughing at Nick Cage. It's like he is a morally corrupt son of a bitch who does cocaine, but his his character also is the same way. 
and he takes bribes constantly, but then he decides yeah, they, out of the that, blue. You get like, that this, uh, $100 no far, bill no with the blood on it that keeps moving around, you know, from place yes, to place. The like, blood you know, money. Kevin Dunn, it's like a bad penny, you know, like the other guy won't take it. And then later yes. he sees it on the floor, the, the floor of the editing room, you know. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, okay, this far, no further. You're my friendo, and you just betrayed me. And oh my god, I have to turn over a new leaf. It's like, you're still a piece of shit, dude. It's yeah. like, you can't escape. You know, yeah, you no, and like, good, and, like, but... and like Gary Shanice told him, it all caught up with him. You know? Yeah, it did. It did. But it's, oh, that also brings in another point. If you are someone that he saves, and you ask him, how's it going, buddy? And he tells you he keeps thinking about that night and how it could have ended differently if he didn't know about you or if he did things different. It's like, do you really think that's a conversation you should be having with the person you just saved that you're telling them basically, I wanted you to die and maybe that would have been better? (laughs) No, it really would have been better off for you if you'd let Gary Sinise kill me. Well, have a day. Yeah. I mean, that would have been hilarious if she actually said that. (laughs) <laughs> uh, a word on uh, Carla Gugino, who we keep bringing months. up there, who's the one that uh, Cage saves. Uh, so she was in San Andreas with Dwayne Johnson uh, most recently, which is you know a, a movie our audiences might have seen. I don't know. I don't know what y'all watch. <laughs> but uh, well, she was also in the uh, Haunting in, of Hill House. Which she was, was awesome. in. She was in Son in Law. God damn you, Son in Law with Pauly Shore. <laughs> Oh, and speaking of bad shit, she was also in the Spy Kids movies, and she was starred alongside Jet Li in The One, which is one of the biggest piles of shit I ever saw in the theater. (laughs) Not really The One. (laughs) She was also in Watchmen as uh, Silk Spectre. I was uh, trying to be nice to her, and then you brought that up. You're so cruel. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I do. That's what I'm here for. So, uh, th- but hey, this... I did say she was in the Haunting of Hill House, and that was rad. I I don't even know what you're talking about right now. You wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, no, you're damn right. <laughs> you're not, not hip and fresh <laughs> like I am. So th- this this movie uh, surrounds that boxing match, and in the first uh, the first 13 minutes, you don't actually see the boxing match. You only see it in, yeah. in the flashbacks later. But uh, the 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 boxer, the one who takes the fall, so that the assassin can get a clear shot. Uh, the character is Lincoln Tyler. It's played by Stan Shaw. Stan Shaw is actually the cousin of Sam Cooke. Sam fucking yeah. Cooke. Um, and um, he made his first film appearance in Truck Turner. Fucking Truck Turner <laughs> with Isaac Hayes. Um, Woof. He was in that Sylvester Stallone stinker, Daylight. Uh, he was in Harlem mm. Nights. And he starred in The Boys in Company yeah. C with, with fucking Early Ermey. Huh. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, you Whoa. know, that's, 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 fucking, uh, that's fucking Stan Shaw for you. You've seen him. You just don't know you saw him. Stan Shaw, everybody. Stan Shaw. I think he was also in the Monster. Now, Star. I am hurt. You don't remember this face. <laughs> I'm a fellow sea devil. I don't remember high school. I don't remember 10 minutes ago. I get punched yeah, in the face. I get punched in the head. <laughs> Neptune High School. <laughs> Um, I should also say that Will Smith and Al Pacino both turned down the role of Commander yeah, Kevin Dunn. Yeah, they were going to – Will Smith for Gary Sinise there. Yeah. It's kind of funny Will because did, uh, um, Al Pacino State. was my uh, original choice in Face Off to play uh, Kevin Dunn. So I don't know. You get that late that. 90s Al Pacino. <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> Do you remember? Do you remember that 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 fucking thing he did with with uh, with Colin Farrell? 
Uh, cruising? What cruising? What was the name cruising? of that goddamn thing? Cruising? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, oh, you mean I, the uh, no, 15 I like, minutes? I like cruising. Fuck it. You know, no. Wait, wasn't um, 15 minutes with oh. uh, De Niro? I think it Yeah, no, that was the. Yeah, yeah speaking of De Niro, uh, De Palma yeah, yeah. essentially started De, De Niro's career in the late 60s with stuff like Hi Mom mm. and Greetings. You know? yeah, yeah. There's actually a lot of parallels mm. between De Palma and Martin Scorsese. You know, they're both Italian American yeah. filmmakers beginning in the late 60s. You know, they both had a really strong face in the 70s, you know, and they both sucked shit by 2000. <laughs> this is true. True, yeah. true, true. But, yeah. uh, and we will be going over him, won't we? Soon. With a car? Oh, yeah, yeah well, yeah, no, actually, yeah, because yeah, when we get to 1999, we get literally the last good Martin Scorsese movie. We get Bringing Out the Dead. <laughs> Yeah, like that was for for, for so, you people listening at home. It is a freaking scientific fact that this century, Martin Scorsese has done a total of zero good movies. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, Just yeah. putting like, Leonardo DiCaprio on your film don't make it a good film. Goodfellas, <laughs> Casino, Gangs of New York. Hey, <laughs> Merry Christmas, Tom Hanks. I'm Leonardo DiCaprio, I'm an actor. I'm just like Robert De Niro. DiCaprio. You know, I really do believe that I is like an actual recording of it. <laughs> uh, come at us, DiCaprio. DiCaprio. Come at them. Like, I- I'm cool with yes, you. Yes, seriously, come at us. <laughs> we can we just, use just, your money. We, we, also, we can take you. <laughs> I have love for you. It's Thunderdome, Raggedy Man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, at one point in the movie, um, when the way that, spoiler alert, uh, Cage finds that uh, that Dunn is the bad guy and that he organized this whole thing. And that that DNA looks because, human. Um, <laughs> because he, sounds, uh, he finds a video that's from a, a new camera that's like, um, what is it, like a remote control blimp? Basically, yeah, yeah, they like got a, a little with a green eye on it uh, with the, with the camera. You know, they it's got called the, the MacGuffin cam. cam. Yeah, the MacGuffin cam. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like I thought it was just a gaudy distraction, but actually, it gathers evidence. Very handy. It's the seeing eye cam. Okay, so what I was thinking is like, um, okay, so they're they're talking about like the whole setup is about how this is the quote unquote swan song for the casino because they're going to change the casino. Into uh, um, well, they're gonna, they're gonna, different, you they're know, they're gonna combine the arena with the casino, they're separate entities, yeah, yeah. basically, up until this point. So, my thought was like, because they were saying, like, you know, it's the swan song for the for the 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 arena casino as they know it. Why would they get this expensive camera? Well, because it's a high profile fight, you know, like yeah. that, that, <sighs> uh, that, that character, um. Uh, Lincoln Tyler is supposed to be like this this literally undefeated boxer, you know. Yeah, but like, I, I mean, I get that, but like, would I mean, I guess like unless unless the 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 arena is taken over by the new casino, but like it's otherwise it's uh you know operations is normal. Like, why would they get this expensive camera? Like, I mean, are they gonna are they gonna use it just the once or what? Well, not, no, but you know, it, but it, they're using it that time because it's like yeah, the, you can the market fight the technology that's going to be in that in that mm-hmm. in that in that arena, you know. 
Like, yeah, it's it's not only for that ever, you know. But yeah, like, you know. But but it's like I mean, a newer, it's boxing. Yeah, yeah, it's boxing. I just stopped questioning a lot of things in that when I was watching a an event. God, maybe five seven years ago, and the guy refused to come out because they put on the wrong entrance music. He had to wait an additional <laughs> five minutes to load up his fucking song. <laughs> Am I really? Really? <laughs> so, what would you, what would your uh, boxing theme music be, Donnie? Oh, always by Eraser. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. Oh my god! Bring your head, <laughs> drop you mad. Bring your head. <laughs> oh hell yeah! It just takes <laughs> on tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Mine would probably be the song that I, I walked down the aisle to, Linda, Linda, Linda. <laughs> Actually, thinking about it realistically, it would probably be Waiting for a Star to Fall by Boy Meets Girl. <laughs> In your arms, baby, yeah. Why not just go the extra mile and tell Leonardo we'll fight him in the ring and get Nicolas Cage to sing Motorhead's Ace of Spades for us? Oh and that's what God. we go down the aisle to. I think the, the heavens would literally open up and like we would be invited into Valhalla just for having the idea. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty well, cool. fuck all you because I came up with it. <laughs> I will die in the halls what, of Valhalla. What's that sound? Is it, is it Donnie undergoing apotheosis before us? <laughs> hey, rock and roll to you. Hey, <laughs> You know, fucking float around like Rumblefish. Go, hey, you guys. Light up the smoke for me. Donnie, one cool dude. <laughs> oh, you guys are cool, too. Dude, if we had that kind of power and and or money, do you think we would be here right now? <laughs> oh, no, we could be heroes just for one day. <laughs> uh, oh, man. Uh, uh. So snake eyes, we, huh? Yeah, <laughs> we definitely have more than five. Hey, oh, we can. Hi, mom. Snake eyes. <laughs> yeah, you, if you ever wanted uh. to see uh, Cage get the shit beat out of him, this is the movie for you. By the way, if, yeah. if you're all listening, oh, yeah. you're just Cage haters, you do get to see the boxer beat the the face off of Cage. Yeah, yeah, it's oh. pretty awesome. And then like it kind of garbles his. Uh, his last line in the casino. Yeah, and then, uh, and then, uh, and then, uh, you know, his his pal Lieutenant Diane's like, the money! <laughs> Give me the money! <laughs> Give me the money! Uh, and at this time in his life, uh, Cage had just bought an expensive mansion in Bel Air, and uh, mm. he put a 1955 Jaguar inside the house, yeah, and uh, also idea. decorated it with mul- multiple shrunken heads, which is kind of my aesthetic. See, him and Sam so, Burton really should have worked together. See? Like, <laughs> they really... I, I don't know. It should have worked. Uh, according but to that then, recent um, Cage interview, by the way, it is actually the property purchases that screwed up uh, Cage's finances, not the dinosaur skulls. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> he, he had, more, I just he had thought you were going to say it wasn't the dinosaurs. I'm like, I'd believe it. <laughs> <laughs> dinosaurs taking down why Cage. He, uh... Uh, can't keep a good man down. 
Mm-hmm. And that's why he had to uh, sell off his uh, his uh, comic collection. And his yes. But, well, um, I like to eat pterodactyl eggs for breakfast, and I had to clone the dinosaurs <laughs> to get them. You know. DNA. Also going on in his life at this time. Uh, Sean Penn told the New York Times that, quote, Nick Cage is no longer an actor. He's more like a performer. Ouch. Well, and uh, to which uh, Cage responded acting, later. That's not typing. Yeah. <laughs> he said, uh, quote, uh, that was his opinion. And, you know, we've since left it all behind us. But I think at any time an actor does something unusual, it's going to be met with a certain amount of criticism. Was this around I've the time that I am for that. came out? <laughs> it was a good movie. People should see my movie. <laughs> Make more like Simple um. Jack. <laughs> I'll fucking punch him. You don't see my goddamn movie. <laughs> hey, 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 Sean Penn, how's Madonna oh. lately, huh? actually i am sam (laughs) i am sam came out uh a couple years later in 2001 with michelle pfeiffer oh the (laughs) skeletor (laughs) 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 i know you're really batman <laughs> Jesus Christ. Gee, <laughs> <laughs> Tony Montana, do you think I'll ever get shot to death after snorting a pile of cocaine? <laughs> oh, I honestly was surprised that they he did kill himself at the end of this movie though, Lieutenant Dan. Oh yeah. Well, they got they got that bit yeah. where, where uh, at the beginning where where uh Cage's character's talking about uh oh, he's got the the wife and the mistress. And uh, oh, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and the Lieutenant Dan's all like, oh, yeah, my wife likes to talk to me during sex. Sometimes she calls me from the hotel. His <laughs> <laughs> life is shit, and this military thing is all he's got. And then at the end, he doesn't even have yeah. No, no. He did have a good point, though, of, like, that uh, Cage should tell his wife that, like, he's, he, so he's she could having an affair. So yeah. Exactly. So she could play the game too. She could know the rules. No, she needs to but eat Cage her deluxe like, pizzas oh, no, and just no. keep her dumb mouth shut. Because <laughs> yeah, she's said. fat. I'm not going to eat it. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, one month before the release of this film, uh, Cage was inducted into the Hollywood Walk of Fame. So, yay. Uh, yay Cage. Yay. Oh, 1998. Such a dark, dark year. <laughs> yeah. no i mean it was it, it was like objectively like you know like, well i was living in southern california at the time and we were having that el nino winter you know true yeah. it was like mm-hmm. way way the fuck more rain than we'd like ever had before it was just like coming down in fucking sheets you know the tide was a yeah. lot higher my my high school was actually uh canceled a couple times due to flooding and other times for housing people who had been flooded damn. out the damn yeah yeah, we were in California, but we didn't have to deal with that. Yeah, I know. I was I was in Ventura one time. We were at the uh, we were uh, at the promenade downtown, uh, over over by the by the ocean, and um, and uh, usually there was a bit of sand, you know, like after you walk down the steps from the shops and shit, you know, and uh, the waves were coming up the steps. 
God damn. And uh, I was I was a little bastard. I was 15. And I'm standing at the top of the steps. I'm like, come at me, motherfucker. Give the ring, motherfucker. Come on, bitch. Yeah, yeah you can't get me. It came right the fuck up and soaked me. It soaked me to the neck. <laughs> but this Sounds fucking like rancid it. brown ocean water. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and that's well, the yeah, day that, you turned. That, that, yeah, I was 15. I deserved it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, did you guys have any other notes about the movie, or should we move on to... Does anybody know what's the list of the longest tracking shots? Just because this movie has one of them. Because I know there's, like, Orson Welles with well, Touch of Evil for the opening, where you get the whole that whole town, border town, with the, you know, in Mexico. And, yeah. Well, and Welles also did a similar thing at the beginning of the trial with Anthony Perkins, you know. And uh, De Palma, after this, did that piece of shit missing to Mars, also with Gary Sinise. And that one also has a long tracking shot at the beginning. Well, I know I mean, also if you're not um, counting rope. John Carpenter also, though he cheated it, he also did a continuous uh, tracking shot, which they actually did use either a second shot or a second camera when they're going up the stairs in Halloween. And just as Michael turns the corner and it turns dark for just a second, that's when it switches over to another camera and continues the tracking shot up when he goes to kill his sister. And they did similar in Escape from New York as well. In the whole opening shot, moving from mm. the jeep over the Statue of Liberty to the detention, right? Center. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you could you could tell, yeah. but you know, it's it's okay. It's all good because they're shooting in New York and L.A. for that one in that damn yeah, L.A. Yeah. Um, when you guys saw True Detective season one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The part yeah, at, yeah, at, I at the beginning, it. you know, where 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 it's like through the house and then up the, up onto the helicopter as well as they're driving away. You know, like that was that shit was cool. Mm. <laughs> And a lot it of these really things is, you don't really even is. really notice them the first time because like it, it it is it is that fluid and you're into it. Although De Palma, it's more like kind of like Scorsese, like really enjoys the filmmaking process and like he and he does want you to notice, you know. Yeah, he like, wants you to play along with De Palma bingo and just kind yeah. of check him off as you go. Yeah, like notice me, guys. <laughs> what we did? <laughs> we made the fury for the love of fuck. <laughs> And somewhere out there, Neil Breen said, I noticed you. (laughs) (laughs) But isn't that wrong? Gives the thumbs up. (laughs) But isn't that wrong? That's what I was going to do. I was going to do my my Breen take on uh, on City of Angels. (laughs) He should remake City of Angels. Oh, Oh, God. God. Neil Breen, I hope you're taking notes. Can you make it into yeah. a horror movie? <laughs> I, 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 I still think that that should be us. That we should kickstart the horror movie. Maybe we'll have to wait and see. Get onto our Patreon, guys, and get on our level. God, are we? Yeah. Are we going to actually face this off? I mean, does it even need it? I was actually kind of thinking well, about that. It's like, what, what could you? What else could you do with something of this caliber? I mean, the only thing I thought you could do is just take the exact same cast from Sudden Death and move it into this. I mean, it's almost the same, just with a lot more ass kicking. Yeah, how Cage, how come you don't kick guys? What's up with that? Yeah. Make like your big brother Van Damme and kick some guys. Just do it. <laughs> <laughs> just put out or put in hockey over ba- uh, boxing oh, and there you go. That, 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 uh, that Red hey. Ruby thing, I got it on now. That's her ring. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's what I was saying. Right. That was the yeah. the redheaded's ring. Yeah, redheaded stepchild. That ain't how you beat your own kids. <laughs> <laughs> so is that your your face off, Donnie? Oh yeah. I just I really I mean, there's not 
too many ways. I mean, unless you go really characterized and you do, like you were saying, going with uh, Al Pacino and maybe Robert De Niro, but that just seems really corny. But mm-hmm. I could see Pacino doing it. Absolutely. I could see Pacino doing a lot of but things. But <laughs> I don't know. There's a lot of people at the time that could have done this. I mean, even though he mocked Cage for it, Sean Penn easily could have fucking starred in this just because oh, he needs to Jesus. eat. Jesus, like that fucking piece of shit he was in with uh, with Nicole Kidman. What the fuck? I'm not remembering the name. Well, the, that, it was that Sidney Pollack movie that was shot inside the UN, and they made it a big deal. They shot a movie inside the UN. It's like, yeah, oh. the ending's a total cop-out. Fuck you. The Interpreter. Oh yeah. Jesus! God, fuck that wow. goddamn turd of a movie. Why did I even? It's like it's like you you got Sean Penn and and you got Nicole Kidman who was still bankable and you made this. This oh bus blows up one second and it doesn't matter. Yeah, pile of crap. Like yeah, it's we about made this a African movie. <laughs> it's like why is it about well, Nicole Kidman? And wasn't that Al Pacino and Jack and Jill? Yes. Uh, yeah, Al Pacino. Uh, yeah, we are pop, popping up in fucking uh, Adam Sandler movies, trying to date. Yeah, he'll uh, he'll Adam do Sandler anything for money now. Yeah, well, kind of like Robert De Niro. You know, they hate each yes. other, and uh, yet their metamorphosis has been identical. <laughs> and while we're at it, uh, shout out to the Tennis Podcast because they just had a, an awesome episode about uh, about Adam Sandler and like his most. Um, his like uh most popular movies with uh rotten tomatoes so oh that was uh, kind of a blast was rotten tomatoes a real big fan of click <laughs> i don't think click even made the fucking list good but <laughs> yeah um it yeah no uh not so great in <laughs> fact actually i think it was like the bottom the bottom movies or fuck i wow. can't remember and but i'm um, pretty sure like the, i think jack I think and jill is one both. of the lowest rated movies ever <laughs> yes so. yeah it's like it's right, right there sh- with norbit who's next think- on the face off here well uh, i was i was uh, kind of thinking like like it's like no fuck trying to make it better like like you know if you if you decide to you know uh uh commit to badness you know you, you could do you could do one where gary sinise's character is robert de niro and um yeah <laughs> yeah and uh then you get uh what's his name from as good as it gets uh as, as the cage character tom uh, hanks greg jack Kinnear. nicholson no greg Kinnear. greg Kinnear. <laughs> oh <laughs> that would be rebecca remains famous <laughs> yeah you know then, then you know it's just gonna suck <laughs> Just all the way, like no no potential anything, you know. Yeah, uh, you know, uh, make it directed by like Lee Tamahori or Gary Fletcher or something like that. Like you know, <laughs> you might as well uh, change their name to Work B McWorkman. You know. <laughs> um, for me, I had uh, playing uh, Rick Santoro, not to be confused with Rick Santorum. Um, oh. Oh, I had Ricky. Ethan Hawke. Wait, who? Ethan Hawke. <laughs> Ricky. Ethan Hawke, because oh, fuck God. it. And as Kevin Dunn, I had Daniel Stern. <laughs> hey, just Stern. like in Chud! <laughs> just like in Chud! Chud all the way! <laughs> I'm gonna Chud this bitch. Uh, I'd like to point out that this is one of the few movies we've had where characters actually have clearly defined motivations. Yeah. That yeah. are explained. That's it's, true. It's, it's, Absolutely. Su- it's such a rarity. <laughs> That's why I can understand your point. This is a good wake up from his the past shit films we have had to watch. It's like, not you know, necessarily it doesn't good, save it but necessarily, but you know, yeah. 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 
But I, I don't know. Like I, I felt like some parts were just kind of boring as fuck, which is hard to do with a with Cage in your movie. Uh, well, I mean, but then again, I'm overall, on a Overall, new... it's also maybe a little bit rushed. I don't know. But like when you're dealing yeah. with that structure, yeah. you don't necessarily want to draw it out too too long when it's like about the flashbacks of the same event. Yeah. Well, that's why I can understand. Screen again. Yeah. Well, that's why again I can understand his whole saying. Oh, it's not a who done it thing. It's about their. Blah blah blah. Right. So yeah, but you still don't tell the audience that, and then when they decide, oh, this is who did it, it's like, oh well, fuck. It's like, why is this still yeah. a big, I, big surprise? Why the musical cues for Cage when right. he gets caught up with where the audience already is? Well, I think I think uh, the, the the early reel does allow though for the, you get the, you get the part where both Cage and and Sinise are moving through the hotel trying to find the lady, you know, and like. And Gary yeah. Sinise, you know, knows the cage is going, but but Cage does not know, you know, and so he, that's when he gets to find out in the stairwell. It's like, but he's the most righteous dude. <laughs> well, you know, I it I, I just started a new anti anxiety medication, and you so share that, it's making me tired as fuck. So that could have been why I was I, bored with it, but yeah, I did yeah. like the uh, character development where like. Um, you know, like, I, I like that they set up Cage as, like, proto-bad lieutenant, and then, like, he kind of, you know, <laughs> turns around and ends up being the good guy. Right, you know, and no good deed goes But he still, gets his, yeah. Yeah, he still gets his comeuppance. Well, yeah, no, like, if he, if he, if he hadn't, if he, like, it's like Sinise said, if he hadn't, if he hadn't done that and gotten to the spotlight, you know, like, he, he would, ne- yeah, he would yeah. never have been, he might never have been found out, you know. Yeah, totally. Preserve the wife and the mistress, you know, or or rotating mistresses, perhaps, you know. Well, there's another movie that did similar to, or at least it's a shit movie. I can't remember if it was Final Justice or not, but it was about a guy that goes off on a killing spree, and then the movie ends with a freeze frame, and it talks about how he ended up turning himself over to authorities after killing the people responsible for killing his wife, and then he went to prison for X amount of years. Sheesh. <laughs> yeah. People no, trying to put stupid morals in their movies. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. I don't want my movie to be about nothing. I want to see a guy get pussy and kill people and stuff to blow up. Just shut the fuck up with your stupid morals, okay? I don't got to do what you say, okay? He's a stud and he gets all the pussy and all the guys hate him, but they can't beat him. So there. So shut up. I didn't come here to grow. <laughs> you know, it's uh, it's um, funny. It's funny we should bring this up because I was just watching a clip of Fat Albert, and uh, <laughs> those uh, those had the live action part where Bill Cosby introduced him. He says, "And if you're not careful, you might just learn something." Like, oh God. That's why we're always careful, isn't it, Bill Cosby? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Allegedly. 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 I think that is the best time for me to segue into my my uh segment close off. Oh I want his clothes. We didn't get to see any cage dick in this movie. Yeah, sadly there was no nudity, but you did get to see Carlo Cugino in a bra though, so I mean kinda sorta. Yeah, but, no. I so mean, it was kind of sad. She, she was rocking her various looks. I mean, you got to hand it to her. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. It's yeah. kind of weird that she didn't get more of a you know more more parts and stuff. You know, like in mainstream type stuff. Oh, she went through like a a lot of costume changes for somebody who's like basically that's because she's a diva. Into a... <laughs> 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 but yeah, sadly, uh, no nudity. 
Yeah, which, so. which is uh, actually uh, kind of uh, rare for the De Palma, you know, because like you get you get yeah. stuff like uh, Dress to Kill, you know, with the Angie Dickinson body double, and then Body Double, which is a parody of the incidents with the Angie Dickinson body double. Right, Maybe it was and something that we're gonna credits. film for the uh, tidal wave, and you have Lucky Number Seven's tits flopping out. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like I, I it would it would not have been uh, out of place if De Palma had done again what he did on Body Double, where where the end credits just roll over a shot of fake blood pouring down breasts. <laughs> <laughs> the the tidal wave like blue lucky number sevens like top off <laughs> because oh, aliens or, or do the do the tenebra ending have her top was in screaming during yes! the whole end credits yes <laughs> sweet jesus oh, relax perfect. don't do it <laughs> Were you guys able to find any wisdom, any cagey wisdom? Um, don't go you gotta know when to hold Ricky. them, no one to fold them. <laughs> uh, Adrian, yeah, just, well, you know, if you want to keep certain things on the download, don't tell everybody that you're Ricky. You only tell certain people. Yeah. <laughs> I want to get on TV, Ricky. <laughs> Neptune High, <laughs> see the devils. <laughs> Oh, uh, and uh, um, if if you bring a mysterious, nearsighted woman uh, up to your hotel room uh, while you're writing a letter to your lovely wife, maybe don't go to get the BJ right away. Let her settle in a little bit. Yeah. yeah. These Shame things have to happen Perry. organically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I would say that, uh, one, you have uh, if you have shady dealings, then you should just take the money when it's offered. The money! And um, yeah, the money. Um, two, it doesn't always pay to have principles. And three, uh, if you're cheating on your spouse, you should let them know so they can get in on the game. And, also, uh, try to match your suit to your gold cell phone. <laughs> now, where was that in Face Off? I think that's why it's guns. It all goes together right? so well. It should have been right <laughs> in there with the gold dragon money clip. <laughs> Maybe he took it with him off of Face Off. We don't know. I'm hiding my famous face. I'm working. <laughs> with his uh, his inhaler cover. Yeah, <laughs> That, that, that goes right up there with Donald Trump's Sharpie cover. Yeah, it's like if you go to his house, it's like a Fifty Shades of Grey thing. It's like, I have a special room <laughs> full of trophies. Just oh, like God, you're a serial killer, aren't you? <laughs> Everybody, you can watch Chatterbox right now on Amazon. Next movie we're reviewing is Chatterbox. <laughs> Chatterbait? Was Chatter, Chatterbox? I don't know. <laughs> Stay tuned and find out. <laughs> he would have been about 14, so I hope not. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I guess this is the time where I say please listen, follow, rate, and review Cage's Kiss on Apple Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, TuneIn, YouTube, just about anywhere you can find podcasts, we're there. In honor of us, uh, uh, remember, Apple should change the name to Apple Podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, we're the star. I don't see why they don't. <laughs> we're number one, baby. <laughs> um, 
Remember, you can find Cage's Kiss on Facebook and on Twitter at, at Cage's Kiss. You can visit our website at cageskiss.com and you can write to us at cageskiss at gmail.com. And our website is pretty goddamn awesome. It features a lot of Adrian's art. Awesome. Adrian, why don't you tell us a little bit about your, your oh, art? Oh, gee whiz. Well, you could find your my art. artworks uh, on DeviantArt under Leo the Fox, L-E-O-T-H-E-F-O-X, all run together, all one word. I'm putting shit up every single week, so there's always something to see. And I, too, have a Patreon, and I'm trying to get that shit going. So you yeah. can, And that's linked from my DeviantArt. And, of course, there's always my YouTube under A.A. Smith, or you can just uh, look it up under Gwerton Jamie or Rainbow Gun. I have various shits on there, too. If you're into the art, there's drawing videos and just me bitching about books. Interesting. And Donnie. And... I'm still the boy who blew on Red Tube. I'm also the Unreal Goals on the Twitter. And I'm selling free samples of Calgon for $50 a head, so look for me behind your local Arby's. How did you get that ancient Chinese secret? <laughs> I can't tell you because Take it just me takes me away. <laughs> <laughs> I wish Calgon would take me away. When I bite into your peppermint patty. My. And we will be in your in your ear holes uh, next week with eight millimeters. Holy shit! Oh yeah! <laughs> yes, it's finally coming. Break out the porn. Eight millimeter all the way. Woo! <laughs> 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 Reminds me of my favorite. So stuff, fucking though. excited! Oops, did I say that out loud? <laughs> <laughs> Yes, we actually have two good movies coming up. Believe it or yeah, not. Yeah, we'll be doing this with leather then, gimp uh... mask on. Oh, yeah. No. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Wait, you guys don't already? Uh, <laughs> I have for those who complain about our audio in past videos, that was because we were wearing leather gimp masks. <laughs> yeah, the safety word is pineapple. It wasn't our turn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, until then... I shot a kid. God a damn kid. it, you're burying that kid. <laughs> that kid's burying a pillar of cement in a new casino. Haven't you seen it come for this kid and this kid and then go straight for yours? Damn it, Joe. You gotta stop looking around and see what's right in front of you. What are you talking about? Me, Joe. And scene. <laughs> Tyler! Oh, <laughs> I could eat a page for hours. Please. <laughs>